Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new, best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Okay, it looks like we are live. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. I have no idea where anyone is is tuning in from, but I know that I have a global audience um, in this particular Facebook group. I'm going to give everybody a couple of minutes to get themselves settled and get everybody in here as well. I just turned on my light so you guys can see me a little bit brighter. Happy Wednesday. Happy June 15th. It's already, can you guys believe it's the middle of June? How the hell did this happen? Holy crap. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, what is going on? Um, But I'm also really excited that my kiddos are on summer vacation, although they're here. And uh, (laughs) every time they hear me hang up the phone, they're like, hey, mom, hey, mom. Anyway, I digress. Um, So if you guys are tuning in live, say hello, please. And let me know where it is that you guys are live or joining me live from. I always love to know where people are um, are joining me from. I wanted to just say hello and also just give you guys just a quick update on me. And just, I know we have a lot of new people here in the group. It's awesome. I love seeing the numbers grow because that means so many more lives get to be impacted. Um, So I'll do a quick introduction. So hello, everybody. My name is Wendy Sterling, and I am the founder of The Divorce Rehab. And my company and business and methodologies came to life after my own experience of going through an unexpected divorce almost six years ago, which is crazy to think about it, August of 2016. And as a result of my divorce experience, I do believe that divorce, hey D, I do believe that divorce can be the most empowering experience that anybody goes through to reclaim their identity and voice, to start designing and creating and envisioning a life that you choose instead of feeling stuck in the one that you are currently living or feel that your ex left you with. And so the way in which I have gone about creating the Divorce Rehab and my programs is honestly from not just my own personal experience, but also through all of the different ways and things that I did in my own healing process, because it doesn't just take one thing. Now, I was very much like you guys where, you know, I was gravitating towards podcasts and books and free masterclasses like this one. Um, I was trying to take in any and all of the information that I wanted to obtain because I was like, one more thing is going to put me over the edge. One more thing. I'm going to like, I'm going to get get unstuck. If I just do this one more thing, one more podcast, one more book. And it was super frustrating, you guys. And nothing was working, including therapy. And to back you guys up a smidge bit more, my very unexpected divorce and my 15-year marriage to my college sweetheart ended back in 2016. And my entire world that I had, you know, that I had known and dreamt up um, came crashing down around me one late night when my ex-husband and I were driving home and he received not one, but five phone calls from the same female colleague. And And unfortunately, my worst fears came true the next day, and I discovered that he was having an affair with this woman and had been for quite some time. And it was an eye-opening, awakening experience for me because it all of a sudden woke me up and said, well, first of all, it was, why is this happening to me, right? We had this Facebook facade life. Um, you know, I, what did I do to deserve this, right? Very much victim mentality, pity party. 
And it was all about, um, it was his fault. And in therapy, I was working on things that I know that I had brought into my marriage that was really important. But the problem was, was that I kept feeling stuck. And it really wasn't until I discovered the world of life coaching and discovered the world of spiritual psychology and beta healing and Reiki and, you know, um, all these other, you know, I'm a certified divorce specialist. And I started taking and, and investing in my own transformation. And it wasn't things that I was investing in where I was doing it on my own. I was joining programs. I was creating accountability structure for myself so that I was being held to uh, a standard where I couldn't make excuses, which many of us do. And honestly, you guys, it's the biggest reason why everybody falls short in getting unstuck or staying where it is that you are is because nobody's there like kicking you in the ass. And I said to myself, like, why doesn't something like this exist, right? Like for me, it was, you know, it, was, it wasn't just one thing. It was all these different things. And I was like, you know what? I'm not only going to leave my corporate job, but I'm going to start my own business. And there is something special here that people need to know about because it doesn't have to take this long. It doesn't have to be this hard. And that is really where the divorce rehab came from. And ultimately what my goal is with any piece of my program, whether it's one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, my community membership, my workshops, my retreats, my podcast, ultimately what my goal is, is to provide you guys with a roadmap to accelerate your healing. And if you wanna even take it a step further, I call myself your North Star. I am your North Star that is going to keep you on your path, that is going to guide you, that no matter where it is that you are, even when you get the lostest of lost, I am still there, you can find me, you can see me, and I will get you back on your path. And ultimately, it is that accountability and don't forget the tough love that I bring to the table that really gets you moving and moving forward. And so for me, that was the differentiator. And for the hundreds of clients that I have been lucky enough to serve, the tens of thousands that have heard me speak through, whether it's my podcast or summits or you know, being invited into other people's summits, my goal ultimately is to help change the stigma around divorce, meaning to allow people to see divorce as empowering instead of something that comes with shame and embarrassment. I want people to say, I'm divorced or I'm getting a divorce and for someone to go, congratulations, because that's what you say when you hear people are getting married. And my goal is to make that be what you say when somebody gets divorced. That's my mission. That's, that is my guiding light. That is what literally wakes me up every day. And I have become very spiritual over the years. And um, even more so recently, um, as a lot of you guys may or may not know, my mom passed away in January. It's still it's a little emotional, which I'm sure a lot of you can understand if um, just because you're human beings. But um, my mom's passing had a lot of synchronicity with my divorce because the day that I asked my ex-husband for a divorce was the same day that my mom was actually diagnosed with ovarian cancer. And it was in that moment that I realized that this was happening for me, that this was a reason, right? Both my two rocks in my life, my mom and my husband, who was my best friend at the time, right? All of a sudden, we're not going to be with me at some point. And so it was an eye-opening experience for me because I had to know, like the universe was handing me something that the universe knew I could handle. And at the time I couldn't see it. I couldn't understand it. But yet at the same time, I knew that I gave my mom courage to fight. And I know that she gave me the determination and the will to, to really move through this in my best way possible. And we kept each other strong. We kept each other motivated. And so when she passed in January, it's interesting because um, I think I, not this week's podcast, but maybe in two weeks, I talk about this in my next podcast episode is really around how, you know, sometimes when people leave our lives, whether that be through death or through marriage, I believe that people are intended to be in our life and in on this planet with us for the duration that they're intended to be. And when they move on, right? So when my mom moved into her heavenly angel state, I do believe she is my spirit guide. Everything in my life has shifted since. And a lot of that has to do with what I want to talk to you guys about today, because everyone is out there talking to you about like 
five ways to do this and five things to do that. And I am a girl that likes to do things differently. I like to go off the beaten path. I don't like to do what other people are doing. And to be honest, I never have. That's not who I am. That's not what my programs are about. Those are clients that I attract. My clients come. And, you know, those of you who have joined this group, you guys are attracted to my, my aura in some way, shape or form, because there's something about what I talk about, how I talk about it, that is helpful to you. And I will go a step further and to say that, like, I'm speaking to a part of you that is like, it's almost like I'm helping to awaken pieces of you. And this is the experience that I'm told that I get to gift each and every one of you guys. And a lot of that comes from me really tapping into my heart and to lead from my heart. And I've been doing that since my divorce. I have been doing that every day. I show up that way in everything that I do. It's all from my heart. And I wanted to come in and talk to you guys today, coming off of the summit that just last week, you guys, it was just last week. <laughs> I'm telling you time is like weird right now. Uh, it was also a full moon last night, but coming off of the summit last week, um, I wanted to come in and talk to you guys because um, I had this experience over the weekend. Um, I love the beach. I live in Southern California. I live in LA and I'm very lucky to be able to drive to the beach. It's like 35 minutes away it's with some traffic here in LA. Um, but my beach is my, is my happy place. Um, it's a place where I feel really connected to myself um, and I'm able to really focus. And it was really interesting because when I was there, it sort of shifted um, not the theme, or I guess I announced it kind of afterwards, but it really helped to guide me into what I wanted to talk to you guys about today, because, you know, I was sitting on the beach and I was noticing, you know, the waves crashing and there were kids building sandcastles and people, you know, boogie boarding or bodies boarding. There were surfers, dogs, people walking, and I just was observing. And what dawned on me in the moment is that, you know, I kind of liken, and, and I wrote a post about this too, is really like, Life is really like the ocean, right? It's got its ebbs and flows, right? The tides in, the tides out, like it's unpredictable, right? The ocean is unpredictable, just like the waves are. However, through the moon, right? The moon is really what controls, like, you know, when it's in its orbit, like it's, it is controlling the water, right? And actually we're made up of almost 90% water, you guys. So we are very much impacted by the moon. And what it made me think about is that, you know, when we're going through divorce, imagine you are standing in the ocean and you are just getting like bounced around, right? Just like in divorce, right? Nothing, like you're getting like an uppercut, you're getting a hook, you're getting stomped on. Like you just, you're like, oh my God, what direction is it coming in? And you're just so off balance all the time. How many of you guys know what I'm talking about? Say me, hit like, I can see in the comments. But I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, oh my God, this is exactly like standing in the ocean when you are, you know, lack of sleep and you're just juggling all these things, all these waves are coming at you, right? And it made me realize that what I'm really good at teaching and why I wanted to come in here and teach this to you guys tonight is really helping you to regain your footing, to regain your balance as you're going through this process, because life as a whole is unpredictable. Life is like the ocean. It really is. And it's as we go through life and as we learn new things, we're able to really root ourselves right in the sand so that no matter what waves come in or you learn how to, how to get up on that surfboard, right? You're going to get knocked off at some point, but you're going to, you know, you're going to thrive until you get to that point, right? And so what I really wanted to do for you guys tonight was to talk to you guys about some very easy ways that you can start creating more balance, right? Now, a lot of you may also know and or have heard me say, like, I don't believe in a true uh, work-life balance model where you feel like it's 50-50 all the time. I don't believe in that at all. What I believe in is that to me, when I talk about balance, it's more like you're on a teeter-totter, right? 
And you're constantly, it's right, it's like you're on the surfboard or you're navigating the waves, right? Or you're sitting on a boat on the ocean and you're just riding with those waves, right? And if a wave is coming, you know, you know, which way to steer or which sail to put up, right? What I'm here to do for you guys tonight to help you to create that balance is to know, right? Which way do you lean, right? Which sail do you put up? How do you anchor yourself in those times where you know there's going to be turbulence? And so the way that I want to talk to you guys about that is really understanding that there are internal balances and there are external balances. Okay. Have any of you guys heard it talked about like this before? Please use the comments so I also know that they're working. <laughs> Dee, I saw yours um, when we first started, but I just want to make sure everything's working. Um, who's heard of me or anyone talking about sort of like the internal versus the external? Let me take it a step further. What I mean by internal is really it has to do with like your mind, body, soul, and your external balance, right? That has to do with everything out of your control, right? So work, your social life, your friends, your family, the fun that you get to have, right? So when it comes to that internal balance, right? Mind, body, soul, right? You have all of that going on, right? We're, we're juggling all this internal balances within your mind, within your heart, within, you know, your soul, your health, even that's an internal thing, right? So with your mind, it's like, how are you challenging yourself intellectually, right? And, and similarly, you creating space for your mind to rest it's not when you're like this on your phone guys that's not rest it's like very active okay with your heart right it's about giving and receiving love right your health it's about eating properly moving enough resting getting giving yourself self-care right you're in this constant place of balance, right? You're trying to kind of keep yourself moving on that teeter-totter, right? As you're doing all these things, mind, body, soul, right? Your soul is, what is, the, what is happening to me versus for me? Or excuse me, the other way around. Hello. What is happening for me versus to me, okay? And then your external balances, remember I had just said, that has to do with everything outside. So at work, right? This is about setting goals with intentions at the whole other class, <laughs> um, you know, and really being focused, right? Seeing the bigger picture and enjoying the journey, right? Socially, right? Making sure that you have a social life, right? Versus having me time. Or I hear a lot of people refer to it as I'm alone, right? I call it me time. I like that reframe. Or family, right? Creating balance with your family where you're fulfilling your responsibilities and you're also creating healthy boundaries, which we're going to talk about tonight. Um, and then for fun, it's like making sure that you are, you know, it's that balance between making time for the stuff that you enjoy versus, you know, saying yes when you want to say no, right? Not overdoing it. So based on what I just said to you guys, um, Audie, Yes, you are really good at the balance game. You you really learned how to do that very, very well. Um, you did great in, in the group. And we are all still a work in progress. That's just total honesty right there. But I invite you guys to think very much like Dee just did. So thank you, Dee, for teeing up my, my question, which is, you know, where would you guys say you are out of harmony in your balancing, right? And again, I don't see balance as a 50-50. It's, it's you having the strength, right? You're saying those ab muscles to pull you, like you're going this way, but mm, I got the muscles to go back the other way, right? It's not standing like this. This is not possible. Just isn't. <laughs> I don't believe it. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is how it is that you can keep yourself, right? So you don't tip over, so you don't drown, which is what I know so many of us feel like on a daily basis when we're going through divorce, right? I want to keep you guys afloat. The results that I'm seeking for you is to have the tools to be able to get yourself back up, to know what, what, you know, what sail to pull down, what direction to move, right? Which way to lean, Okay, so you guys are going to write, want to write this stuff down. So if you don't have a piece of paper and a pen, write it because you're going to want to write these down. I haven't really talked about um, 
this topic in this way before. Um, so I invite feedback. <laughs> if you guys have questions, I can see in the Facebook group as well. And if you're watching this on replay, just go in and um, if you have a question, please just tag my name so that I see it. Otherwise it gets kind of lost in the feed sometimes. So I'm gonna share with you guys what I see as five steps to create balance that you guys get to start taking starting today. Starting today, tonight, wherever it is, it's never too late, okay? Number one in creating balance, deciding what is important to you and acting accordingly, okay? What does that mean? Well, in my world and how I teach that is figuring out what your values are, right? What is your ride or die? Me, connection, respect, integrity, those are a lot of my values. That's important to me, right? Integrity is, is important to me. Respect, connection, that's important to me. So I'm gonna act accordingly. Well, in order for me to act accordingly along the lines of those values, if my value is respect, well, I am gonna treat others with respect. And I am going to command respect from other people. And the way that we command what it is that is important to us from other people is through setting boundaries, right? The Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Gray, this is my dance space. This is your dance space. This is what I will tolerate. This is what I will not tolerate. This is how I like to be interacted with. This is how I will not be interacted with, right? So when you know your values, you can create these boundaries in your life so that you are living in alignment, acting in alignment with what is important to you. How many of you guys know what your values are? I mean, literally, I spend like a long time with clients. We spend two weeks working on values. It is a deep freaking dive because it's not about what the superficial values are. It is getting underneath there. And then from there, how many of you would say that you know what your boundaries are? How many of you have Great boundaries. How many of you can say you are boundary setting badass just like I am? So many of us admit to not having boundaries because we are people pleasers and I am a recovering people pleaser, right? There's moments where I have to do a check-in with myself. I'm human. But what I do know is that anytime I feel discomfort in my body, when I am interacting with someone or thinking about a choice that I get to make, I always go back to my values. What is out of alignment for me? And how do I get myself back into alignment? Yeah, you are, D. You're really good at boundaries because you learned and you did the work. <laughs> how many of you guys truly, like be honest with yourselves because if you can't even be honest with yourself, <laughs> let me just shine a, a, a big light and let you know that the world knows that you're not being honest and you're attracting people that are not honest either, right? You create what you think, you attract what you put out. It is so crucial because if you are not providing solutions to the issues, the problems that are hindering your balance, that means that you don't know what your values are and you don't have boundaries, okay? Step number one, to create balance. Decide what's important to you and act accordingly. Number two, Okay. Avoid negativity. Oh my God, you guys, how many of you have got the rearing ugly head of like that negative, negative Nelly that's sitting on your shoulder all the time. I was talking about this last night with my private clients on our mastermind last night. We were talking a lot about these negative voices that come in and how it relates to self-compassion and all that fun stuff. However, in order to create balance, we get to stop being so negative because these negative voices are actually taking you out, taking you away from what you know your inner peace and truth is. Hey, Natalie, thanks for being honest. Yeah. You know, Natalie, I do a lot of work on boundaries because I had none. Sorry, I'm going back a step, guys, because there's probably a delay. Um, I had no boundaries when I like got divorced, which means I probably had no, I know I know I had no boundaries for you know the first four decades of my life, right? Because I was raised in a house where it was 
think and do what is expected of you, what you are told to do. So I did that in my marriage, right? I was married to someone who does have narcissistic characteristics. And all of a sudden I was just doing what he wanted, what I thought he wanted, et cetera. And it really wasn't until I understood what a boundary was that I was like, oh my God, because the mistakes that we make around boundaries is we think we're going to push people away. We think that we're going to cause more problems, right? But what ends up happening is that you actually are creating a dynamic of respect with other people. You're actually creating a deeper connection because you're not coming from a place of dishonesty in any of your relationships. And it's super important to learn about boundaries. And it's literally, guys, like values and boundaries are the foundation of my courses, my programs, whatever the heck you want to call them these days. Values and boundaries are the foundation and everything else ladders back up to that. If you don't know your values or have boundaries, you are not going to get unstuck. Plain and simple. It's not going to happen. It just isn't. And it's about going deep and knowing what they really, really are. And it's okay that you don't know them or you maybe don't have total clarity. And if you're looking for support, God knows I have a million resources for you, including I created a course actually around boundaries. It's called the B word course. And it's because I wish I had that everything I do. I'm like, how can I make this easier for everybody? Right? So what's also hard is that when we're trying to set boundaries, right? Avoiding the negativity, right? When we're trying to set boundaries, we still have those negative voices coming in. So as I was saying, those negative voices are what's pulling you out of what you know is your truth, like what your heart is craving, what your heart really wants. And negativity comes from fear, okay? Fear is not real. In fact, it stands for false evidence appearing real. Negativity comes from fear. Fear is darkness. This is if you are somebody choosing to live in the dark, even the shadows still dark in the shadows. So all that negativity, all those inner critics are yelling at you from a lens of fear. And they think that they're trying to keep you safe, but they're actually keeping you stuck. And so getting yourself out of that negative mentality, right? Getting yourself, you know, learning how to recognize the negativity and learning how to shift it into something positive is so crucial in this process. So for example, you know, I've given this example before um, many times, you know, I could sit here and say, God, my ex-husband is the worst father. Like he, and he is just, you know, why does he always piss off the kids, right? That's negative. And who does that help? Nobody. All it does is fuel my fire. So instead of being negative, my positive mindset around that, you guys are probably thinking, how can you come up with something positive? Oh, I can. I can come up with anything and I reframe everything from, from my clients, okay? Instead of coming at it from negativity, I come at it from, from love, which is positive mindset. So coming at it from love is he is being the best version of a dad that he knows how to be. This is what he is capable of. He's doing his best. Now, his best is, is not my best, right? And this isn't a comparison, but yet that's how, what we turn it into when we play the negativity card. So positivity is something that comes from the lens of love. And in order to come from a lens of love, you have to know what self-love feels like, right? Do you see how this is like one thing builds on the other, right? You've got to know what your inner critic voices say. You then need to know how to identify what is fear and what your truth is. You need to understand, you know, the difference between fear and self-love. And in order to know what self-love is, you have to know how to treat yourself with that. So how can you guys go out there and treat yourself with self-love today? Just do one small thing every day that makes you smile, that gives you 10 seconds to breathe. That is self-love. It doesn't have to look like anything grandiose, you guys. 
Okay. And that leads me into step number three. Okay. Another easy way to keep your balance is self care. Oh my God. If you guys do not have a self care practice as you are navigating divorce, it's no wonder you're stuck. It's no wonder that you have low self esteem, low self worth, low confidence, because a self care practice actually increases those things, you guys. Self-care increases your self-esteem, your worth, and your confidence. Why? Because when you're getting into practice around taking care of yourself, you start to feel better about yourself, right? This can come in the form of taking a walk, reading a book, getting some fresh air, some vitamin D. We're in summer, right? Take a hot bath, listen to some music. It enriches your soul and it allows you to come back up from the teeter-totter until you go back down again and you can pull yourself back up by incorporating self-care. And in order to do that, number four, okay, you have to, you don't have to do anything. You get to, that's my leadership language. You get to learn how to prioritize, okay? How many of you guys, oh, I missed your comment, D. I'm sorry. I just celebrated two years of the best thing that ever happened to me. And I was with my best friend, lawyer, and I asked her on Saturday if I thanked her lately for my divorce. I love that, D. I love that. And you get to celebrate and throw yourself a party. <laughs> with the cake. I like the cake little emoji there. So you guys get to learn how to prioritize yourself and things in your life, right? Self-care gets to become a priority. Now, you and you alone are in control of your own life. You think that somebody else does, or you have given somebody else that right and that power. And you at any time, you get to take that back. I gave my power away for almost 20 years of my relationship. No more. I have taken back the reins as, you know, taken the wheel, right? But the biggest problem that I see, the biggest mistake that I see every single one of us, me and all of my clients and anyone who dares step into any Zoom room with me is that we all think we are superheroes. How many of you have a cape? I mean, I actually do. I've done a live with it before. I should have brought it out. But we are constantly wearing a cape. Do you know how worn and threaded our capes are because we put them on every single day? When we do not prioritize, we are constantly becoming a superhero, flying here, flying there, saving this person, Spider-Manning things, right? It is so important for you guys to start recognizing what to focus on and what not to focus on or how much time and energy you are investing in things and people that matter and don't. And when you learn how to prioritize, guess what else this does? It builds confidence. Oh my God. Because when you don't prioritize, it tells me and it tells other people, really it's about yourself, but no prioritization means you don't have good focus which leads to you don't feel like you're achieving anything, which then leads to you feeling like you're failing and that plummets your confidence. So we concentrate on the wrong things. And why do we do that? Because we don't know what vision we're trying to live into. We don't have focus. The first thing I do with everyone in my programs, whether it's private one-on-one -on -one or in my group programs, we design a vision. Remember I said the roadmap, right? We coach you into your vision. Why? Because prioritization is crucial. Crucial. If you are not clear on your goals and intentions behind those goals, meaning what is it going to feel like when I achieve those goals? Guess what? You're not going to achieve things. It's also why I absolutely hate New Year's resolutions. You get to have a vision. So you know what to focus on and your focus right now gets to be on your own future. Because if you don't have that vision, what are your kids going to do? 
And so many of us have such a hard time creating that vision or finding ways to focus because of our inability to let go of the past. And that is number five, is learning to let go, or as I like to say, release and accept. Not accepting your emotions about your divorce will not help you to create balance in your life. Instead, you are perpetuating a state of delusion. Acceptance is really hard. So is forgiveness. However, when we confront the emotions, right? We name them, we acknowledge them. You are accepting your reality. And that allows you to go, okay, I'm out of balance. I accept my emotions. I get to come back up. And the way that you get back up is through acceptance. And the definition, you guys may or may not know, but I love definitions, okay? Acceptance is the willingness to experience ourselves and our lives as things are today in the now. So it's moving us out of self-deception and taking a step into reality. How many of you guys would say that you are having a hard time with acceptance? Accepting where you are and how you got here. Responsibility is a big part of this as well. But when you're unwilling to accept where you are, how is it that you are going to move forward? How is it that you are going to have any balance? Because you're constantly like this. You're like wavering. You're in the ocean. Oh, my God, I'm going to fall, right? Acceptance means that you guys stop identifying with the things that you're not accepting. So what are you not accepting? Be honest with yourself. I'm begging you. I'm going to say it again. Acceptance means that you stop identifying with the thing you aren't accepting. Another way to say this, when you're practicing acceptance, it means that you're not being consumed by the feeling that you're trying really hard to avoid. So for example, if you're avoiding the grief, right, and you're expressing it through anger, you're just going to keep identifying in grief and continue to be angry instead of accepting that you're in grief. Yeah, I'm in grief and I'm angry. And when I get angry, I do this. Acceptance is what makes change possible. It is what gets you unstuck. Okay. And yes, this is a hard part of your process. This is actually step four of my five in my rehab acronym, right? The A is acceptance in, in rehab, but acceptance is what makes change possible in your life. And you guys, the key to having a balanced life is this. Okay. Write this down. Having a balanced life means that you know how to be realistic. You are realistic. You're realistic with the fact that some things may not get done. Things, you know, may take longer to get done. And you get to be okay with that. And that's really hard. Type A personalities out there like me, it's really freaking hard. But what I know for a fact from my own experience and for what I see with my clients, okay, Life gives us challenges every single freaking day. And you can choose to face them negatively or positively. You can have a good attitude or a bad attitude. And you can choose to prioritize what is important to you. And a piece of that is you. So take a moment, step away, refocus, go take a nap, go meditate for 10 minutes outside if you work in an office. When you guys start practicing this, I promise you, it changes your life, okay? What I know to be certain, because I've been through this, when you think about your past or you think about what your experience of divorce has been like or memories that are coming back, what emotions come up? Well, depression, anxiety, to name a few. And you get on the, I should have, I could have, I ought to have bandwagon, okay? The past is loaded with anxiety and stress and anger and bitterness. And on the flip side, the future 
is packed with unknowns, right? And part of why we stay out of balance is because we're dancing between these two, like these two horrible feeling worlds. And now listen, I know I said having a vision is important, okay? And a vision doesn't necessarily mean that you're, it's about like a way down the line future. A vision has to do with what do you want to feel? Like, what is it that is important to you? And the present is at the center of this, you guys. So in order to create that balance, right? I said, it's about living in the reality of today. It's about having acceptance for what is today, right? It also means that you get to accept the moment that you are living now, the only time that exists now, now, now. The first now is in the past already. And the future is gonna play out as it comes. But yet we spend so much time in the future and the past that we totally check out of the now. I know more than anything else, pain is inevitable. It just is, we're human, okay? So what does that mean? It means that we are gonna get knocked off our feet every now and then, okay? We're gonna lose our balance. It happens. But the biggest piece of this, you guys, and why I describe balance as being on that teeter-totter is that it's not about just staying grounded, right? Being at that 50% staying in the middle. It's what I talked about in the beginning. It's about finding the strength to get back up after you fall, right? You're going down, oh, using those abs to come back up. Try again. Oh, I'm going to fall again. I'm going to try again, okay? I'm going to leave you guys with two really powerful statements. And that is, you don't find balance, you create it. Do you hear the power in that? You don't find balance, you create it. And number two, you can do anything, anything, once you stop trying to do everything, right? I want to end with, with one thing. Um, I had a, like a intuitive hit before I hit the live button. It was to go into one of my card decks and I picked out one of my favorites. It's my power thought cards by Louise Hay. And literally you guys, this card fell out onto the floor. It fell. Like I opened it and it just fell, which means this is the card. And it's so perfect for what I'm talking about today. It says life is simple and easy. All that I need to know at any given moment is revealed to me. I trust myself and I trust life. All is well. Balance, right? Life gets to be simple and easy. It doesn't mean that it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it doesn't come with those bumps, right? But it gets to be easy when you have the tools, when you build the strength to know how to ride the wave, to, to pull, like have the arm strength to pull down that sail, to get your ass back up off the floor, okay? It gets easy when you have the tools, you practice them. And it does get to be simple. It really does. Trust your intuition, trust yourselves. You will get through this. I know that you will. I didn't think I would. I remember talking to my best friend at the time. Well, she's still my best friend, but it was like, it was right when things were, you know, in the beginning. And I remember saying to her, like, oh my God, this is going to be like the longest year of my life. And she's like, Wendy, she's like two years from now. And this was, you know, she's like two years from now, you're going to look back and go like, oh my God, look at everything that I've accomplished. And she was right. My ex-husband is the gift that keeps on giving. My divorce was a gift because it allowed me to stand in my freaking power, to take back control of my life, to feel in control of my life. It taught me so much more 
than I ever would have learned staying married. And I am not pro-divorce. I am happy. I am pro-happy, peace, joy, love. I have sent clients back to their spouses. I care about you doing you and lighting you on fire inside, sparking that light. And you get to live your best life. I promise it's ahead of you. I don't want you to get too caught up. Amen, sister. I don't want you to get too caught up in the future, right? Because we're living in the now. But you showed up. You're here tonight. You're here for a reason. There's something that you're seeking, right? You're seeking balance. You're seeking another tool. You're seeking something else. And I hope that you found some good information tonight. I have so many more resources than this. You guys, I could talk for decades about all the different content that I have available, including my programs. So if anything resonated with you guys tonight, actually those five steps that I walked you through to create balance essentially is the broad lens of my five-step rehab program, my methodology. And it is, I call it, you know, Dee, I know you were in the program um, last year or the year before. Oh my God, it's been, it's been a little while and you're doing so great. Um, but it's all about creating this platinum experience for you because Lord knows that nothing feels platinum when we're going through divorce. And that's the journey I take you on. It is a platinum healing experience. So if you're interested, honestly, you guys, I am opening up the doors to my next wave of my group coaching program. We are starting in July and it's going to be epic. It's going to be accountability, tough love. If you want more information, it is a, an enrollment process in that you submit an application and that involves a phone call with me to even see if it's right for you because it may not be. And I'll be honest with you if it's not because there's no value in me enrolling you in something that's not going to work. That's not who I am. That's not what I do. But what I do have is a mil... Aw, thanks, Dee. <laughs> so sweet. Um, what I do have is extensive resources, right? I had a call with someone not too long ago where she was like, I need one-on-one -on -one coaching and da-da-da. And we're talking on the phone and asking these questions. And I was like, mm, I think you just need to do my co-parenting course. And, and there's like coaching with that and you'll be good to go. Like you don't need one-on-one -on -one coaching. Like if you really want it, like we can talk about it, but like, this is what I'm hearing you need, right? That's, that's where I come from. I'm like, let me hear what it is that like you need. Because a lot of times what we think we need is not what we need. And when someone who's been through the process hears what you're not saying, you can be better guided into like, what's a good next step for me, right? Like, you know, Natalie, you commented tonight, like, oh my God. Oh, I've been catching up on your older podcast, big light bulb moments for me. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. And like, for example, like I have a boundaries course, like maybe you need to be doing that, or maybe you need to be in my Facebook community. Not this one. I have a paid membership that comes with monthly coaching and you get all of my content um, and my modules with the workbooks and everything. You guys, I'm just, I can, I can help you. <laughs> I've been doing this for five years, five years. I've had my business and I have walked many people through on different journeys and I can help navigate you to what is best for you. And I'm totally cool. If it's not me, I really am. I've got amazing friends and colleagues that I can refer you. I refer business out all the time because it's not about me. It's about you. It's about what's best for you. Again, my mission is to help women see how divorce can be empowering, not shameful. That is my mission. So let me help you. I invite you to schedule a call, contactwendy.com. It's very simple. Contactwendy.com. Get on my calendar. Let's figure out what you need. Because what I talked to you guys about tonight the values and the boundaries piece are the foundation. That is like the most important thing that I talked about tonight, you guys. I can't stress it enough. 
I spend so much time. We always go back to values. We always go back to boundaries. And our boundaries evolve. Our values evolve, actually. We redo them every six months because things shift as we're transforming. Things become more of a priority than others. We're always in transformation. We're never done. I'm still transforming. I have a coach. I did a leadership program. I actually put in stuff with regards to that in my mastermind program with my private clients that are a little further along. So wherever it is that you guys are, I'm here. I'm a resource. I hope that you guys got value out of what I talked about tonight. I really love reframing things for you guys so that they click because I know everybody learns a little bit differently. So if you guys have any questions, um, feel free to DM me too. reach out, write them in the, the questions in the comments. I end things now um, by asking, what is your biggest takeaway? What was your biggest takeaway from tonight? What did you learn? What is something that lit you up? Or maybe what is something that you recognize that you went, oh my God, I, I can't believe I've been doing this. <laughs> right? That you're now like, oh my God, I get to do this differently. I get to make a change. Share it with me. I love knowing the impact that I make. It's important. I serve you. I want to make sure that this is also what you guys, uh, or that it's serving you, I should say, is probably the better way to say it. So, okay. Well, ooh, it's 5.55. Angels. Um, I am off and I have my boys this week um, and they're both heading off to camp. So I get to go spend some time and make some dinner. And I hope that you guys have a really wonderful rest of your evening, your night, your morning. Again, I don't know. I'm global. So <laughs> different time zones. But as always, sending you all so much love, light, and joy as always. Mwah. Good night, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.